my entire life and all my passions. I mean, includes my love of skydiving and working out and lifting and CrossFit and eating right and, and, and being a good father for my kids and a good role model and a good friend. Um, because at the end of the day, you know, I'm not afraid to be a man. And that's ultimately the sexual life. Whether it's I'm, you know, got a girl by the throat and I'm making her look me in the eyes as she's coming. Uh, yeah. Way through to uh, just you know being a being a good dad. I'm a I'm, I'm more of a I'm more of a man now than I ever was. Bang! There it is. Couldn't have said it better myself. That's why I get other people to say it. Thank you for joining the Cult of Steve Maeda. And with your membership of the Cult of Steve Maeda, you get to go to thesexuallife.com, listen to the Sexual Life podcast, and hear amazing interviews like this one. Hey, this is my buddy Dave. He is a mastermind graduate and probably one of the coolest people that I've worked with just because the guy knows so much about sex. I mean, the guy's a, a father. He's been married. He's been a swinger. He's done all this crazy sexual shit, skydiving instructor, run a business, lost the business, started again. Truly a limitless individual. But, uh, yeah, so check this out. This is a pretty, 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 pretty amazing podcast that I was very excited to do because uh, there's just so much information about masculinity, how to live your best life, and truly, when you are being a sexual person and when you're communicating with people on that high of a level, it's impossible not to grow and evolve in every aspect of your life as a human being, and that is the message of the sexual life. That is the message that I'm carrying. And that's the message that I'm proud to have a great alumni of, of clients and students who've accomplished that. Look, bottom line, if you've gone through the mastermind program, you've done the work, your life changes in every possible way. And this is a great, great example of it. And there's many more which are on the Sexual Life podcast. Uh, so check this out. Um, if you like the music in the background, that's me. With Britt Robichaud and Greg Jakey and recording with Steve Albini. Listen to those drums. All right. This is it. This is the crazy. This is the podcast I've been waiting for. Hey, this is one of my buddies, Dave, who I'm on with. And we we go way back. You, Dave, are actually a member of the 2011-2012 Mastermind Program, year-long program. And before that, did we, how much did we interact before that? Man, a little bit. I think I've been talking to you for uh, four or five months prior okay. to the start of that. And so dude, it's the, been a couple of years now, I guess. The thing was, is like way back when you were involved, like, dude, you were before Zuzu. And uh, he's the guy who runs the top layer, but you used to be the guy that ran the top layer, the Tampa Orlando layer. Yeah, I started. In fact, you know, the kind of funny thing is, the uh, you know, the top layer uh, uh, is uh, in both Tampa and Orlando. The only reason why I did that is because I wanted the name Top Tampa Orlando Players Lair. It's not for the name. I would have just done Tampa. That's awesome. That's so yeah. funny because, uh, dude, you know what? There are very few layers that I stay in communication with. And let's get one thing straight. Like, for people listening, like, a pickup layer is where, whatever the fuck you want to call it, it's basically where guys who want to meet women get better with women. They can go there and talk about stuff, and they can talk about guy stuff. And, like, when you talk about guy stuff, it, it can get... Especially if, when it's in the pickup world, it can get kind of geeky. Now, oftentimes, people think that heads of layers are uh, like dorks, and that can be true. But, dude, you are so far from that shit. <laughs> it's like, like, it's first off, okay, here's what I want to talk about with Dave. Skydiving, running a business, sex. Dave talking about sex is like, you know, I, I listen, basically, you know. And, uh... 
just, I don't know, your lifestyle and how you, you did it because you're a guy that, um, you know, you have, you have a family, you've, uh, you've had all sorts of relationships in your life, you know, been married, kids, that sort of thing. But you're, you're a dude that takes care of yourself. You're healthy, you know, you stay in shape and, and you're like, you're like what a man should be. And so to have a guy like you on my program, it was always, it was really amazing. You know, whenever you were on the calls, it would be like, well, hey, let's talk about this sex thing. And you would just go off on like all this crazy shit because you have all this experience, but you come from a real man perspective. Um, I guess that being said, and, and the top layer, great layer, because it was one of the first layers I got to know. You were already out of it by then. and uh, yeah, I was out of it, yeah. But great, yeah, you're right. Great layer. And Zizi's been doing a great job ever since I, uh, I left. And he's also on the course, too. So um, just it, it's a cool layer because I don't stay in contact with many layers. But I'd actually say that and the Austin one are ones that I kind of, you know, you know, check in with every once in a while so it's kind of cool you know um, the other ones not not so much and that's not for any particular anyway whatever but yeah so dude okay so you took this course and uh you know i always actually wondered this about you um because you're, you're such an advanced guy you know you're such a what i mean by that is like you're you're a guy that's good with women there's i remember when you started you were like look i can go on match.com or whatever i can meet people i can have relationships i know how to escalate you know i I know a lot of stuff but uh, what did you get out of the program what did you want to get out of the program when you started like if you go back a year are you yeah well you know I really you know I, that that really changed over the over the course of the year and kind of flip flop back and forth and I quit for a while and got back in and all these different things going on in my head because at the time uh, I was about six months out of a divorce so I got divorced about six months ago my prior business collapsed I had um, I'm in the uh, executive search business and uh, you know in the recession you know not many people are gonna be hiring so I had 12 recruiters working for me. Uh, you know, we were doing like top line, you know, 1.2, 1.3 million dollars two years in a row. Life was good, make money. I kids, house, hot wife. You know, we were swingers, so we were going out partying every weekend. Life was just, was, you know, I was just getting back in shape, and life was great. Recession hit. Wife left, uh, and I was kind of picking up the pieces. Uh, I stayed in the house. Was uh, I, I restarted the business, um, and it's, I've been growing it ever since, which is good. Uh, and I was kind of newly single, so I was kind of in a, in a transition period, and um, kind of find my way again. And, and I really wanted to. Um, when I first did it, I had heard about you through some guys in Top Layer, and just from what I heard before about the Red Stack and some of the work that you've done. And I had been through some coaching uh, or some courses before, uh, not going to name names, but, you know, one that's run by a redheaded kid uh, um, and, um, you know, very, just very, very, um, didn't like it. It's just very yeah, yeah, yeah. and yeah, you know what I'm talking about. And yeah. so just not not my style. But this is back in oh four, oh five, before I got married, back when I was I was doing the Toppler deal. So I liked your style. You seemed to connect to people, uh very, very much more low key. So uh and uh, I think Zuzu was talking about it as well. And so I did it and came in with the uh intention of, hey, you know, I'm just gonna go after white stands and you know, quick lays and all that and but when you broke out the identity piece, which I wasn't expecting. <laughs> the first PDF. 
you know, you, you whip it out and slap it across my face a couple times. So I'm like, whoa, that's pretty fun. Cool. Cause I, I really, I, I never sat down and actually wrote down, wrote about myself before. Yeah. So that was a little bit eye opening. So that was, that was a bit, that was kind of where things shifted for me a bit. And I really started to try to find my passions again. And, and, you know, we can go into that as well if you want, but I've really, over the last year, really have uh, gone through a period of self-discovery, which has been probably better than any sort of, and I've improved myself with women as well, but has been a lot better than any sort of skill with women, I think. Well, here's my thing, man. Makes sense. Yeah, oh, dude, absolutely. And that's, like, been the goal of my program is my thing is that, like, if you are being a sexual person, like, if you're being, if you're interacting with women, if you have passion, if you, like, dude, I'll tell you what, man, I've been, I've been doing a few things, which I could, I could definitely state some pros and cons about, but I've been doing this own meditation. It's orgasmic meditation with these chicks, and it's actually great, man. I have, like, all these fucking pretty awesome women in my, like, it's pretty cool, man. It's, one of the girls actually says she wants to interview me for this podcast. Like, so that may actually happen later this week, but, dude, it's pretty fucking awesome. And then also, like, there, there was a girl that I used to have that I used to do like live sex demos with. This was years ago. In fact, she was on one of our podcasts. She came back to my life and she's actually really young. Um, and I'm going to actually meet her probably after this. Um, and then there's just other people that I've met. The more sexual I am, um, you know, and that doesn't mean I'm always getting laid. That doesn't mean that uh, I'm always like fucking bitches, right? Or, or having these wild sexual adventures. Those are, there are definitely dry spells in, in between that. But I can be somebody that when I'm touching that deep part of myself, it's impossible for me to be unauthentic. And one thing I always liked about you is you could talk about what would happen when you had like heavy sexual activity in your life you've been there where you've been in love with somebody and swinging with somebody and like you know it's just there's it's a whole different dynamic that can happen during all that and uh it can be really awesome um you know but you know some people you know might lose their minds and you definitely didn't but you would have these great insights towards it so when it comes to being more sexual i think there's no choice you have to explore more of yourself you have to like grow as a human being if I'm having more sex with women and I'm not changing as a person then I immediately move into this form of of uh you know, not so good stuff, you know, um, just because you're, you're hitting this huge window of yourself. So I, I absolutely get it, man. The more I'm a sexual person, the more I'm open to changing. And if I don't change, it turns into like, for me, it can turn into like self hate and anger or some sort of disgust. It doesn't have to be those things, but it, it just opens up different insecurities that you might not have known were there. Well, you're right, man. And and what I found too is the more sexual or the more comfortable you are with your own sexuality, the less you kind of need sex. I mean, you still want and you still want a lot of it, but the less you know, I've noticed that people who who aren't very comfortable with themselves, you know, they they obsess over it. Yeah. And um, you know, and it's and it's destructive, and it and it'll kind of fuck with your head, you know. And and I and I did go through that period too. I mean, don't get me wrong, I, I was swinging for years. You know, amazing sexual activity, tons of, you know, orgies and just, you know, crazy things that we did. And it's really kinky things, too, things I'd rather not think about. But, <laughs> <laughs> you 
you know, we, my wife and I went, we started doing some really crazy things and we tried to open a relationship for a while. And, and so I was able to date around and she did too, which is a mistake. And, uh, the business failed. Went from a lot of money to being broke for about a year and a half, which, which crushed me. Uh, mm-hmm. she ended up, uh, uh, you know, leaving me for one of the guys she was seeing, or fucking, so that really devastated me for a long time, and it took me a little while to get back, so I went from having this amazing sexual life, and being very comfortable with it, to I clammed up for a period of time, because of, of my, my, uh, my sense of self and identity was crushed by the circumstances that I was in, and it took me a while to break out of that shell, and get back, I should get better now than what I was back then, way better. Yeah. Way the fuck better. Yeah. But I had to go through the fire for a while, you know? Well, dude, really I mean, that that's, that's part, I mean, it's so weird, you can get so theological, or, or myself especially, about like, what's actually bad for you and what's good for you, and there's a lot of times where I've made changes, and really, the bad times in my life was when I was just like, I was a little bit lost, like, because I didn't know the right way. Like, for instance, if I'm having sex all the time, and this is just me personally, this might not have been you, but this was like, man, 2008, you know, 2007, when I was, you know, really getting late, like what you're supposed to do when you enter the pickup scene. I mean, I was fucking getting late a lot. And, you know, God, dude, in the name of the game was like, you know, if she'll fuck you, fuck her. <laughs> it was like, if it's easy, take it. And don't get me wrong, we, we banged like a lot of girls that were that were hot but there were a lot of girls that were just kind of there um but the the deal was was that i forgot that i could have good sex like i really thought that it was an illusion you know like six years prior when i had a girlfriend you know that my sexual life with her was good and and i remember when i started having good sex again it it was like shit man because when you're when you're so pickup you like have there's a lot this this i don't think this was the case for you but for me it was like a a guard you know it was like somewhat of a mask for me to kind of like be a little bit full of shit and just be like all right all right man. oh yeah you know, me, me I, too me too when i first did it back in 0405 we were doing you know routines and i did um shit man you know like some war and all that kind of crazy shit. And that's not me, you know. It was, right you know, it was, it was, it was a mask for me. Then it got me talking to girls, and it got me Absolutely. kind of comfortable. But yeah, it wasn't. It was gay. Not was anything wrong with that. It was just gay. Yeah, yeah. You know? But but Let's dude, when, when I started to uh, have good sex again, it it actually brought up more insecurities about myself and the thing is, is is now for me and i can still you know fuck my world up or whatever but now for me my insecurities you know it, it's i just need to become aware of them like the identity pdf if i'm not aware of them then i'm lost you know like sex is the pathless path like seduction is the pathless path and sometimes when you're on that path you're like oh fuck where am i Shit, and really, the answer is to look back in yourself, and you're gonna look into yourself purely by interacting with others. And uh, but you know, when you're in that mode and you're off in no man's land, you're like, which direction do I go? And 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 it can get confusing. And that's when like, that's when that fire happens. That's walking through the fire for me. It's just learning how to exist in the right times or or whatever. But um, you know, let me ask you this because here's the in. This might put you on the spot a little. I definitely don't mean to, but when you first started right. the program, you were like, man, I want to fuck, like, chicks, and, and like, I want to fuck chicks in these ways. There was something that changed, man. Like, probably about, I'd say, like, maybe nine months into it, and it may have been six months into it, where you were like, no, dude, no, I, 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 
it's not and it was so cool to hear because and, and correct me if I'm wrong but at first it was like dude I'm getting laid I'm fucking this chick all right we went on a date you know I hooked up with this girl or I you know I know how to get in these sexual situations and that's awesome and I'm not saying that's not awesome but it was like after a certain amount of time maybe six or nine months you were like dude I'm really at peace with myself like it's not so much about getting laid it's more about uh you know living life in the right sort of way um, so what happened or am I completely wrong about that or what? Well, no, you're right actually. And, and the funny thing is that the less, not the, not the less I try, but the more, uh, I'm comfortable with myself and not as focused on just getting laid. I find that I'm, I get laid more, which is kind of a cool side effect. But yeah. a lot of it was because that, well, the identity thing that you had us do, which is really good because I remember being at Starbucks one night working on it like eight o'clock at night drinking a coffee and just kind of this for the first time in a long time in years I really truly uh, went through a period of self-reflection filling out that uh, uh, that uh, worksheet or the workbook or whatever yeah and that was kind of the start of it and uh, and throughout the way just basically um my ability to connect more with other people and, and a lot of the well, poor cycling that you teach really helped with that as well. Like helped a lot actually, uh, helped with, with, with my ability to, to connect. That helped a lot. Uh, finding my passions, getting back into, you know, working out CrossFit, getting back into eating healthy, getting onto a paleo diet, uh, getting back into skydiving, which I've been licensed about eight years ago, uh, quit when I got married and then got back into a background uh, like August or September of last year, got relicensed, uh, got my gear, and I'm jumping again probably every other weekend. You know, so finding that passion allowed me to kind of open myself up to new experiences, new people, not be afraid to experience new things, things that are uncomfortable. So um, kind of going off track here, but, but really that is just being more peace with myself, and that was what did it. It all kind of started with that whole identity thing because that was the first time I really had to, had to think about myself um, and, and not just think of myself in a positive light, but think about the negative things too, which, you know, my negative things are positive anyway, but, but think about the things that I'm not so proud of. Yeah, dude. To, to change those. You know, I'll, I'll sit here and I'll tell you this, man, and it's fucking sad too, but there is nothing like the program that I teach in the industry. And even, I'd, I'd say, in a lot of self-help stuff, it's lacking in that way. But the thing is, is I, it's not even mine, man. Like, you know? Like, it, it's fucking you looking at you. And, the, and I'll tell you this, because we're... This mastermind program, this group, like, you know, it was basically like a 12-year program. We're going to go for a little bit longer because I'm in such a transitionary point. And this is actually some of the stuff you're really good at because you, you're, you built your own business. You've, you've had a business. It, hit, it got hit hard, and then you built it back up. And that's, that, to me, is super impressive. And I'm this – I've always been an ongoing transition with my business, but now I'm really kind of like trying to be a little bit more responsible about – about um, 
you know, what I'm doing with it and, and being being more proactive with everything involved in it and, you know, learning all the website stuff and actually working with Nick, Nick Rogue, because uh, you, you did that other program with us, right? Um, dude, oh, yeah, yeah, I'm doing it. I was on the, was on the webinar last night, dude, actually. Next week's call is going to be – Nick actually said, like, we can't do both of these things at once. We were supposed to do the report cycling and the seduction stuff. Dude, it's so – it's you'll fucking kick ass at it. You probably do it. Awesome. and Like I say, you know, with all my stuff, I'm just – you know how to get to the end of the map. I'm The only thing I'm doing here is maybe pointing out points on that map a little bit more clear than other people have looked at before. And, you know, for an experienced guy like yourself, you might already see that. But, dude, you will, like, take this shit and go fucking crazy with it. It'll it'll be good, man. <laughs> so No, Rook, I'm really looking forward to it, man. Because, I mean, at the, at the end of the day, you know, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm all about uh, self-identity and self-exploration and reflection mm. and just being me and kind of the whole zen quality of being David. But at the end of the day, I still want to fuck check. I mean, it's, come on, I'm, I'm yeah. a guy and I gotta get my dick wet. So you know, I've got that. So no, I'm definitely, uh, definitely looking forward to it. And, and here's the thing too, uh, and I don't know if you noticed this about me, but um, you know, my issues that I had coming in were, were a little bit different. Yeah, you know, I kind of clammed up in a lot of ways, uh, and then kind of reopened sexually. But for me. You know, escalation was never really an issue. That's kind of easy. All the mid stuff is really kind of easy. You know, what I had trouble with for a long time was just that initial part of it because my confidence was just shot. Like in the bedroom, my confidence was through the roof. But because of, uh, I think, all that I had gone through, um, I had no life. I felt like I had no life for a while. You know, being broke and just, you know, I, I couldn't. It was hard to defeat my kids. and Right. Like, my marriage was shatters and my business was so proud of and I thought I was like king of the world was just you want the shit so zero so I took a while to, to build so I kind of went in reverse because a lot of guys you know can approach but uh, I guess when they escalate they can't do it for me it was the exact opposite yeah yeah and dude I can I can actually relate with that in a lot of ways because for me I um I'm very comfortable in the bedroom, like even practicing a lot of this, like, oh, this orgasmic meditation stuff, or even if I'm having sex, like, dude, I, I do crazy shit, man, crazy shit, like, because I think so much can be explored through sex or whatever, and so a lot of times, like, for instance, uh, one of my friends um, hit me up, and she said, look, dude, we haven't talked in a while, and I, you know, I live with my boyfriend now. But I'm having the worst sex of my life, and did I? And actually, she's saying the same shit as me. She's like, she's like, did because I had been sexually active with her, and she's like, did I ever have good sex? You know, like, did I ever have like intimate sex in those ways? And and I was like, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, you know, explained what's happening, and we didn't hook up or anything that that time, uh, or more recently when we talked to each other. But you know, we were really talking about the sexuality of it. Man, I am comfortable as a motherfucker. You know, when my pants come off. I wasn't when I started off in the, the scene. I was definitely willing to have sex. Like, I, like if I was afraid, I would go and do it. I would, I would. I was, like, so driven in that way. But now I'm, like, very comfortable. But where I'm not comfortable is... Uh, you know, it is like the talking in different ways and the different forms of dialogue, the different ways to push and assert yourself, you know, uh, verbally. And those are ways that I definitely had to improve big time with my communication skills within this industry. And then aside from that, it was like how to be compassionate, how to be aggressive, where to be aggressive, where is, where is stepping my, overstepping my boundaries, where is not. You know, and, and that's – go ahead. 
Well, yeah, it's just like, it's like you're right, it's like giving yourself permission to be a man. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Totally. Because do you, when I first started, man, I was so afraid to be a man and, and afraid I was going to hurt her, afraid, you know, afraid that something's going to wrong. And you, you almost, you know, if you're a man, you almost have fucking carte blanche. Yeah. Yeah. You can do whatever the fuck you want. You know, as long as you do it with confidence and, you, and knowing that you'll like it, then you're good to go, man. And, and what's so funny is the in reality, man, women, like in order for a woman to be a woman, like you have to be able to have that sort of dominance in the bedroom. And I think even calling it dominance might be like the wrong way to put it. You have to have that kind of like assertiveness, you know, to just fucking to fucking take the pussy man you know that that's gotta be there if you don't have it there it's like something something is going wrong you know so and that's a fantasy and they never get that ever 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 man girls girls don't get that at all it's like you know that fucking fantasy of getting taken no it's too bad it's too bad like uh yeah I don't know, dude. See, all we're going to do is talk about sex. It's terrible. <laughs> but, uh, but okay, so what, what, you know, let's talk about this transition more because this is like the transition that I have. Like, for me, living the sexual life means like living a life. Like, for instance... I'm going to Europe uh, in a couple days to go speak at the 21 convention, and then I'm just, you know, if I'm over there, and dude, I have tons of friends there. In fact, this is a funny story. Um, I'll say this on the podcast, but there were a couple guys, um, so my friends, they work in a strip club, and they're a bunch of chicks, right? And they're out partying in Europe, and they're like, hey, dude, we're going to go to Europe, we should meet up, and... I'm kind of open to it, but hey, dude, they're crazy party girls that are going to want a lot of attention. You know, I'm not there to give them that attention. You know, they want to get it from foreign men or whatever. I'd be there to hang out with them or whatever. You know, they're in party mode on their vacation. I'm going to be in my whatever mode on that vacation, but probably not in party mode, but more of like a kind of self-discovery type shit, you know, which is where where I'm at in even when I'm hanging out in Austin. But they hit me up and they said, dude, I ran into these guys on, on Facebook. They said, uh, I ran into these guys. One was from Australia and one was from England. And they asked if I knew Steve from Austin. And we said, Steve Maeda. And they were like, yeah, totally. You know, and they were like, man, it's a small world. And so I said, man, it's crazy. You know, I know exactly who you're talking about. That's awesome. You know, they're, they're good friends of mine. They actually did a, a workshop and those bastards didn't invite me again. But um, <laughs> anyway, so because uh, I would have loved to. But they said uh, they, they emailed me then after that and they were like, dude, man, how well do you know those guys? Um, and uh, they were like, dude, because they're not like you. And I was like, well, what do you mean? And they're like, dude, man, we, and one of these girls had like a substantial amount of money. And she basically said, um, uh, well, look, we, we bought a bottle and uh, they, they like mooched it all night and like tried to get other girls to like whatever with it and then they were trying to like fucking unsmoothly finger us and like shit like that and I'm like the, like you're never like that like and these girls are funny because they're always like they give me such a good reputation they're like well Steve you always come to the strip club and you're always fucking strippers so even though I disagree with some of the stuff you write like I guess it works they think I like fuck way more strippers than I actually like ever have but um um but they're like, man, they're not like you. You're like, you're like a, 
they were like escalating on us and we didn't want it and they kept trying and they were just like these drunk assholes and I'm like man boys will be boys you know they're fucking you know that's that's what's happening they're like dudes on holiday but for me like when it comes down to sexuality I'm a very sexual person but that doesn't mean reacting and playing off my insecurities and I'm not saying that that's what those guys were doing but I know that when I'm doing stuff like that it's because I'm not relating and syncing up to a woman. And if I'm relating and syncing up to a woman, she's wanting to have sex with me, you know? And I guess one of the things I want to ask you, because you, you're such an, you're more experienced than those guys that are instructing, you know, in my opinion, just because of your depth of sexual activity. You know, they might have fucked more chicks in a bar, but you've had relationships, you've swung, you've held emotion during sex, you've had, oh, yeah. you, you know, you know what it's like when you, you, I, I mean, I don't know if this specifically happened, but, you know, you, you know other guys that are having sex with your woman, you know that you have to, the confidence that you have to carry with that, you know how to deal with a woman when she gets jealous about you having sex with another woman and stuff like that, so it's, your range and depth of sexuality is like vast, and now what I hear you saying is like, man, I'm really involved in my passions and my life and, and working out, living the best, you know, living a good, having a good diet, having a good, you know, exercise plan and in a good mental state. What does the sexual life mean to you? Man, that's a, that's a big question. And where I begin, what does sexual life mean to me? I mean, it means, well, it encompasses all of that. It encompasses my entire life and all my passions. I mean, it includes my love of skydiving and, and working out and lifting and CrossFit and eating right and, and, and being a good father for my kids and a good role model and a good friend. Um, because at the end of the day, you know, I'm not afraid to be a man. And that's ultimately the sexual life. Whether it's I'm, you know, got a girl by the throat and I'm making her look me in the eyes as she's coming, uh, yeah. all the way through to uh, just you know being a being a good dad. I'm a I'm I'm more of a I'm more of a man now than I ever was. Yeah, you know? yeah. And even when I was swinging, you know, it was I it helped me out a lot, but I'm just just a man at this point, and that's the ultimate sexual life. Just being a fucking man grabbing your balls being a man in all areas of your life and that will improve not just your sexual life but every single part of your life with business friendships you know, your kids or your family mm. um, everything you know and I wish I wish I would have been I wish I would have come to more of this realization when I was a lot younger yeah but, uh, you know oh. um, but but that's I guess that's that's my definition of of, ha of having this sexual life is, is is being a man and and you know what and being able to connect because if you could be a man all day long but if you can, cannot connect that to other people then you're kind of a man and you're and, and you're on an island and you're all alone so I guess it's kind of thinking as I'm talking here I guess it's kind of like being a man and then having the ability to connect that with other people whether it be your friends or yeah. you know in this case women and having them feel that well dude i'll tell you this man i have like some of the it, it amazes me like uh, like this girl who i do the uh uh the orgasm shit with and uh you know you have like different partners and it's 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 interesting it's very feminine i'll tell you that very fem but you know you you gotta you gotta get in touch with the feminine too but um there's definitely not this like encouragement to choke a chick and make her, make her look in your eyes when she's coming but there's that's a beautiful side of femininity you know and actually I don't want to say that they're against that or whatever but 
You know what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying. Well, well, you know what, man? Uh, here, I just thought of this example about being a man and connecting that. Uh, one really good example of that, and it doesn't have anything to do with looks or how fit you are or how like outwardly manly you are. I've got a, this buddy of mine, Ryan, who is uh, from New Orleans, one of the nicest guys in the world. Uh, uh, guys, morbidly obese, huge. Mm-hmm. Um, not not what you call classically attractive, not being nice. But man, the guy is probably one of the most friendly guys you'll ever meet. And he's kind of a man's man. He doesn't look doesn't look it. That's a man's man. That guy gets laid so fucking much. And he's been. By the way, he's married. So uh, this this all like just on the side. Yeah. But, um, did he he gets more trim than most people I know, and some hot trim too. And this is a guy you would not. He doesn't have. He makes decent money, but he's not. He makes 60, 70 grand a year. It's not like he's rolling dough. You know, he's he, but he make, does it right for himself. But dude, the guy gets laid, and he's he's a man, and he's really good at connecting with people. Really good at it, and has nothing to do with his looks at all. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's that willingness to kind of be yourself. But, you know, I think, like, when I ask you the sexual life thing, it's like, man, I, you know, there's nothing wrong with going out and playing games and fucking shit up. And believe me, man, I've done my fair share of that shit. And I, and I think that everybody should. It's kind of like at some point in every guy's life, there's nothing wrong with going around and fucking as many chicks as you can. Like, and, and you still can do that shit. But there's an element to it where... You want to kind of like, I don't know, grow up with it. You know, it's like, fuck, dude. And when I see guys not being influenced by their sexuality in that way, it's kind of it kind of makes me go like, dude, man, how, you know, the identity PDF. You you brought that up, and I didn't know it affected you that much. But everybody who, okay, so everybody when they get involved in the course, they're like, what the fuck is this thing? Everybody who then completes any of my courses is like. Dude, that's the most important PDF that we've gotten the whole thing. But um, oh yeah, by far. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, it, it's and there's gonna be more to it, man. It's gonna, it, it it's just, it, it's something that I do myself, and I actually do much more than it. I do far more than it, and in doing um, a bunch of that stuff, I actually, uh, dude, it it fucking. It influences me to write more of that sort of identity PDFX, that self-exploration stuff. But, um, you know, my thing is, is, like, how come other people who are having, you know, a sexual life aren't exploring themselves in these ways? How come they aren't, like, looking at themselves? How come there isn't another identity PDF out there? Because there should be, you know? There's just... Yeah. I don't understand how other guys teaching or other guys doing this sort of thing aren't fucking getting all crazy with that shit because for me i mean it was so obvious i had to do it well you know i think one of the big things that your your approach is a lot more customized I and mean, granted you have a lot of you get your templates that you use I and mean, your your poor cycling is the standard it's like a template but you kind of uh but the ingredients or what you said last like the ingredients yeah. that you put in is all, you know, it's all, all your own personality and you get that from identity thing and, and what a lot of other instructors have out there and i've been through you know a couple different courses and it's it's really really cookie cutter man it's really cutter and they don't really individualize it and in fact the identity thing one thing I, I thought about here recently when I was writing about my transformation 
my year goals, and I post that up in the Red Network forum. Um, I was think, been thinking about this here the last week, and what I think I might do is kind of uh, take an extension of that identity, that self-reflection identity, and start writing uh, like a daily journal of uh, you know my reflections on myself, how I feel about myself, if I'm if I'm uh, you know progressing towards my goals or regressing away from them on a daily basis for an entire year. Yeah. Just as an experiment to kind of see how that helps my with my own personal growth, right? You know, and and what's so weird is because I get this way, dude. I'm doing a uh, somewhat of an inventory on myself, writing about a lot of the defects that I have, and uh, it, dude, it's really fucking crazy. I'm actually gonna pull up your your uh, transformation action right now, um, just because I should have fucking had it up when we started this goddamn thing. But um, goddamn man, I know, dude. I'm selling you short, selling you short. But uh, but dude, I was writing about a lot of my defects, and so I'm like, you know, okay, I can be angry, I can be self. And I'm writing like when do those things happen and a lot of them revolve around relationships or sex or they might revolve around, you know, business or whatever, but they come out in all sorts of different ways. And it's so crazy because the more I wrote about this stuff, the more I started to realize on my daily basis, and you really mind fuck yourself with this stuff, man. It, this is where it's that lost point, you know, where you just don't know. And this is the walking through the fire point. So it's like, um, dude, I'm. I'm in an open relationship right now with somebody that is like an amazing, uh, you know, amazing relationship. And at this point, I'm kind of like ready to stop. You know, I'm just like, God, dude, you know, what the fuck, what the fuck are we doing? And believe me, man, in the four plus years, I've been with a lot of people and she's been with like three or four or something. You know, I mean, it's like this really small number, but, um, it, at this point, and there, there's been actually like other like swinging stuff, not on your level, but like uh, you know that's happening between there and stuff. And uh, one thing that I'm writing about is like, okay, so let's say I write about my, you know, I get angry when this and this happens, and then I start to explore that sort of stuff, and I'm like, shit, it's when I act on that. It's when I act on what I'm pissed off about that the pissed offness can't stop. It, you know, it just keeps going, keeps going, keeps going. So all throughout my day, it's like I'll see these things that come up, you know, that affect me, whether it's like business or, or relationship-wise or some sexual thing or, or whatever, and I'll be like, man, this pisses me off. Well, if I act on it, you know, I'm like really powerless towards it. If I don't act on it, I can like process through it and I need to have faith in that. And dude, I'll see myself start to act on it and get all fucked up. But uh, it's funny because as time goes on, I, I really start to see how I relax with it and become at peace with myself. And then I start going like, all right, well, this makes me angry. Well, cool, man. That's an awesome part of myself. You know, and it's not that I'm like using my anger to push myself forward or, or some shit like that, but it's actually like, let's say I get angry um, uh, you know, or, or jealous in some way. Um, and, and then I'm like, fuck, okay, this makes me angry. All right. Well, it's not that big of a deal. Well, whatever's going to happen is going to happen. And, uh, you know, here's the, the long-term outlook. Like, everything is so much more at peace with myself. And when I can be at peace with myself, when I can move into that authentic part of me, that part of me, which is like, you know, the real part of me, not the insecurities, not the fears, not the reactions, not the the fucking illusions of, of fear, guilt, and shame. When I can move into the real part of me, then I can be the person who I'm supposed to be. And when I'm being sexual, 
Like if I'm like inside a woman and really into her and looking at her and looking her in the eye and in that mode, man, and feeling her. Her breath is my breath and all that sort of stuff. I'm authentically myself. And dude, I can get there in my entire life, in my actions of my life. When I do inventory myself and write about myself in all those ways. So man, and, and this is the thing is everybody's like, well, when do I become a master? Fuck, dude. A lot of people might say I'm a master PUA or a master seducer, but I don't know what the fuck that means because, you know, I'm never going to master seduction. I'm never going to master no life. Thing, man. Yeah, dude. I'm a part of that shit. I'm a fan of seduction. <laughs> That's always trying to figure it out, but I know that I never will. But I don't know, man. I, I just ranted about some shit. <laughs> You're right, man. Self-exploration, man, and 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 you're right, man. The act of sex. I mean, you know, if you're if you're truly a man and and you you can you you realize that about yourself and connect with somebody else. I mean, the act of sex, man. We've we've evolutionarily speaking, we're, we've been designed over four billion years to stick that dick in the pussy. So we, you know, four billion years. You can't work against that. You're you know, as a man, you're supposed to be doing that. It's part of who you are naturally. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, in society, we have so many blocks against that so many insecurities and this and that which keep us from being our true selves but you know I think that you know if we can just crack through the little outer barriers of what keeps us from doing what we're supposed to do we have four billion years of evolutionary success behind us yeah right and that's, that's, a, that's a lot of momentum if you let it carry you along yeah, you know, when it comes to sex, like, people should just get the fuck out of the way of it rather than try and control it all the time. Because, dude, it's sex is more ingrained in us than anything that we believe in culturally. I mean, oh yeah, my my ancestors want me to fuck this chick, you know, uh, you know, and really, and evolutionarily speaking, you know, evolution doesn't give a shit if we die. They, yeah. all, all evolution cares about is we spread our seed. We can die. It starts with death a second after we spread our seed. Nature doesn't give a crap. We just, uh, you know, they nature just wants to fuck. At the end of the day. Yeah, dude. You're right. It's the most natural thing we can do. And the only thing, the only way to get to know that is, dude, is to fuck. Like, for instance, I could sit here and explore myself all I want and write all this shit down, which is great, man. Everybody should. But. I think what makes like a guy like you have so much progress and insight on itself is that you go out and try it. Like you are a dude that loves experience, you know. You're a dude that does experience stuff, and I think that that's like really fucking obvious. So. Uh, thanks. Well, but I will say though, I will say this to you, man. I mean, you know, no one's perfect, and I still have my own insecurities. There are times I'm, I'm out there. It's like skydiving. You know, when I, uh, if I don't jump for uh, over a month, month and a half, my first jump, man, I'm, I'm apprehensive. I really apprehensive. I still do it, but I'm, I'm a little bit uh, on edge. You know, after four or five jumps, man, it's. Jump out the fucking plane, man. I'd rather jump out the land in it. Right. You know? Right. Uh, right. You know, but it's just, so I still have, and same thing with the protein. I mean, if I don't do for a period of time, uh, I'm, I'm human, man. It's, it's, I, it's, a, it's my own personal battle. I have to fight internally until I can kind of move past that. Uh, and I think it's probably that way with everybody, really. Dude, that's to kind of, degree. that's an awesome example because... Dude, I've never been skydiving. <laughs> and yeah, I need. Gotta go, man. I know. Tampa, come down to Zephyr Hills, man. We'll do a tandem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you get to be behind me. Awesome, man. Yeah. No, man. Everybody says it's an amazing experience, but I figure like there's all sorts of shit you do when you're new at it, where you're you're probably like thinking to yourself like, all right, this is what you got to do when you jump. I got to have this mindset when I jump. 
all right, I got to, you, you know, it's like, it, you know, like, let's rock out of the plane, let's count to three, whatever, you know, all that sort of stuff. However, when you get experienced with it, it's like, fuck, dude, you just got to do it. And Well, it's, it's like also a lot of parallels. I, I think there's a lot of parallels, uh, even more to the, the, what I had just mentioned, because there are things that will happen where if I'm out with a group of people, you know, it's easier to approach than if I'm, I'm out alone. Same thing. If I'm alone, now, granted, if I've been jumping a lot, then all oh, that fear goes away. But if I'm alone, if I'm doing a solo jump, I'm a lot more nervous than if I'm jumping out like on a big way with eight, eight nine, or ten people. Um, same thing if I have 15 minutes on the plane, I to think about it. Uh, and I'm not talking to anybody, mm-hmm. I get apprehensive. If I'm distracted, talking to my friends, just chilling, listening to some music, like my, my, my headphones, my iPhone, or my, my jumpsuit, listening to music and distracted, I don't build up that apprehension. So it's kind of the same way with approaching. You know, if you're up with other people, it's kind of easier. If you're not thinking about it so much and, and uh, uh, focusing so much on it, it's, it's easier. Or you, the more you do it, the easier it is. Yeah. So I find a lot of parallels, man. And also, you know, once you jump, apprehension's all gone. Like when you do your tandem, you're gonna be apprehensive. You're gonna be scared. Um, as soon as you jump out, man, all every single tandem student you talk to will tell you all that fear goes away. Right. Um, and I think it's the same when approaching. Once you kind of do it. You're talking, a lot of that apprehension kind of just goes away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, so let me ask you this, man. What to you is, uh, I don't know, what, what to you is sexy about women? Because I think that's changed, like what you're attracted to, you know, since, since you've done the program as well. They're pussies. <laughs> What's sexy about women, man? Um, just being just feminine and, and well, pussies. Uh, feminine women, man. Um, I mean, physically, I like physically attractive girls, you know, big tits, nice ass, you know, physically fit and all those, uh, all those sorts of things. But I like, um, I like women that can connect to different things like uh, connect to music, which I'm really into, connect with people, um, or connect with, and it's kind of trite, but connect with a passion of some kind. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I guess a, a woman's got something going on in her, in her life because that kind of makes women sexy as well. Um, and on top of just the physical attractiveness. But, I mean, there's so many things that go into that, man. It's hard to – and I've liked – and I've been with so many different kinds of girls and so many different – so I can't say I've got, like, particular tastes or just certain type – I don't know. It's a hard question to answer, really. No, but, you know, it's funny because you talked about their pussies. And, dude, I'll tell you this, man. I have seen so many pussies in the past, like, fucking five days from doing this stuff. Because, basically, I'm, like, fucking, I'm getting chicks off, right? And uh, and having this, like, experience. And there's, like, a guy version of it, too. But it's so funny because this group, it's, it's run by women. Um, and I don't know the whole history of it, but they were taught by guys. And I'm sure that they, they really, you know, it's like... It, it's basically when women fucking come up with, you know, a seduction thing. There's a lot of like, and they're really the stuff they say is is on the next level. It's pretty amazing, but the actions and stuff, you know, they're very. It's very feminine based, you know. And there's a lot of like, you know, uh, the best way to describe it is like, you give women a lot of choice, and these women are single women without kids, you know. It kind of like 
talking about women's female identity and sexuality, you're going to get a certain voicing with it. But dude, man, when they talk, I, I, I really listen because they say some like pretty amazing, they basically say a lot of the stuff that I'm saying, but with a different voice, and it's really well thought out. But their practice is is like, you know, female orgasmic meditation. Now there's a male version, but they're like, you can't do that until you've been six months in it. The awesome thing about it is all the chicks are like, fuck it, <laughs> you know, let's do it now. Like, because you get these chicks off, they they just like, fucking. Oh, so you're so 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 you're just there to get these chicks off, basically. Oh, dude, totally, man. I've seen it, just tons and tons of pussy, but man, you know, it's it's funny, dude. It's funny that yeah, it, exactly. It's totally like feminine based. Like, we'll get the women off, and then you learn how to please women. I'm like, dude, I play. What I try and tell them is like. Like, I'll tell the guys because they're like, well, what's in it for us? And the girls who run it will say, well, look, if you please a woman, you as a man have so much, like, it's an awesome feeling. And I'll say, like, dude, it is an awesome feeling. Like, I'll absolutely agree. But then when I started doing it, I'm like, fuck this, man. <laughs> you know, I love getting these chicks off. But look, dude, we, we are incompleting. We're, we have an incomplete cycle. We if, if I'm not interacting with you, if I don't get to do what I want, you know, I get that I should control myself to a certain point, but if I don't get to be myself, dude, because I know what it's like to please a woman. I have plenty of experience with, with all that sort of stuff. But in this specific, like, exercise, man, let me tell you. So I uh, I don't know, man. One of the big things is that uh, I've seen a lot of pussy in the last week, and I've got to get a lot of pussy off. And, you know, then afterwards it's like, well, hey, look, dude, you're doing this. Like, do you feel okay with doing this? And, um, and so it's, it's a pretty interesting fucking thing. Um, but I'll tell you this. Um, I am, I'm going through everything that these people are telling me to do. Of course, at the end, I'm kind of like going like, hey, let's do, let's do the guy version. Um, but because I want to, you know, they, these women speak so highly of it. I want to do, you know, what they're saying, essentially. Um, even though I'm breaking the rule at the end, but whatever. Everybody seems to want to. Um, but at the same time, I feel that I've found way more self-exploration in the entire dynamic of sex. Like, as my road was, I was a pickup dude. I was fucking chicks. I was fucking a lot of chicks. I, I heard about a certain sexual thing, whether it's like fucking strippers, having orgies, uh, having threesomes, reading stuff online about this stuff happening. Now I know like a lot of it was bullshit, but I really went out there and did it, man. Uh, you know, and through that, I, you know, I definitely lost my way in some, some aspects, but dude, I found it again and found it again in, in a better way, you know, where like sexuality to me was like, God damn, I love it. Like finding the individual aspects about a chick's pussy, dude, that's the definition of masculinity. Like what you're attracted to, I am attracted to that fucking pussy. And when we get into the orgasmic meditation stuff, um, that's exactly what they're talking about. Focus on her pussy. Focus only on her pussy. Like get to know that. Feel it. Feel it. Look at it. Like sense it. Feel it with your whole body. Like get into what that fucking is. But dude, through that, my fucking dick is defined. Like my my who I am is like such a fucking you know awesome thing. Like guys get in here, dude man, I'm uh yeah, I'm a pretty short dude. Or we're actually both like not in the tall, tall group of people. Yeah, I'm like five eight, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, same with me, man. But uh 
Well, you know, man, and you're right. It's and what you going back to what you said before about the cycles. You know, that's a big thing about completing that cycle. And I think I'm going to add that into my definition of what I find attractive because I was thinking about it a little bit while you're talking and and what you're saying. You know, really made sense in the sense that uh, you know, uh, having a woman that that accepts you. You know, that kind of gives you know, you give her your masculinity, she gives you back her femininity. You kind of complete that cycle. That's what hot, and that is something that's great. And and what you're saying about doing all these sexual things that were crazy, and then doing it even better now, you're almost kind of. It almost seems like you're you simplify things a lot as well. You're not you're not going out there doing these crazy things. You still are, but it's not all about that. Um, same thing with uh, when I was swimming. Uh, you know, I went through, there were times when, you know, it was great and it was amazing experiences and, and I made some great friends and when you're, when you, you're doing this with your, with your wife and with some really other great friends, that's a great experience because it's, it's, it's sort of that friendship, the friendship makes sex better. Well, you know, there are other times when it was just random fucking people, you know, and sometimes it's not because of anything I did special, it's because, hey, you know, I'm available, you know, we're available and let's just fucking, let's never talk again. And that was really fucking empty. And so I really think though my life now, even though I'm not doing that, um, I'm glad I did it. I learned a lot from totally. it. Totally. I draw a lot of experience from it, but I'm, I'm, I think, though, that my sexual life is better now because I'm more in touch with it and the people that I'm with. Um, granted, it wasn't always like that back then, but the people that I'm with now, I know they're, they're there with me. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Like they're, 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 they're committed, not committed to me in a relationship wise, but they're committed to the act and they're committed to being there and they're commi- and they want to be there. It's, it's, um, hard to explain, but you know what I mean? No, you know, dude, it's, it's, it, it, yeah, we're connected. Yeah. And it's kind of like they're, they're in that moment with you. Like, dude, they feel you. And it's not just, it might be through your dick, but it's like they feel everything about you. And for that moment, you know, they're, they're caring about you. And you could, it could just be that night, you know. Yeah. It could just be in that one moment that you're only going to get that from them. But, dude, it's like it's the best feeling in the world. And I think that's the thing that I was missing. When it was just like, fuck a chick, um, you know, that night and not give a shit, then, you know, I... I didn't give a shit, right? Well, you know, while I was swinging, there were times when, uh, and again, friendship plays a big factor. You know, there are people that we swung with for years that became good friends, uh, or the occasional, you know, one nighter, but that that would really connect with you. So there, so there are times when it really uh, uh, was good, but uh, there are a lot of times where, you know, fucking check, and she's just showing off her husband, and there's no connection at all. Mm-hmm. You know? so I, I'm, I'm, dude, I hate that, dude. Man, I yeah. fucking hate that. You, you know when that happens is like when you pick up a chick who just broke up with her her boyfriend and she's fucking just the fuck and you get there and you're like, dude, you're not even here with me, man. Like, it, it's fucking, it, it's the biggest disrespect there can be, not to masculinity, but to sex. You know, it's a disrespect to her own femininity, too. And, you know, you could say the same thing. Women will say the same thing about men, you know? So, I don't want to just make it about women, but fuck God, dude. That sucks. I fucking I know, hate man. that, man. It, it's, 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 you know, you feel, I mean, yeah, you're the fucking hot chick, man, but uh, it's uh, kind of kind of degrading. You know what yeah. I mean? Because I'm more than oh, absolutely. That. Yeah. Fuck you know, yeah. I'm a, mach- I'm a fucking machine in the sack, but man, I got feelings, man. <laughs> That's a fucking quote. Jesus Christ, man. <laughs> 
Dude, but, but let me say this, like, fucking, uh, you know, and that's the other thing, too, because I was, um, man, I really met, I was talking about it on the call, I met a girl that really rocks my world, man, really, 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 really rocks my world, it's, I'm actually, like, kind of, kind of fearing if I should take this further, but, uh, she, she is uh, less adventurous than most, like some women are really just sexual women. Like they're just really, uh, you know, and that's great. You know, they're, they're, they want to do everything. They're down with doing everything. And some girls, it's just like, that's not their vibe. You know, maybe you could get them to do it, but it wouldn't be them. Like they, they don't have that, that, draw to naturally do it and you know they could evolve to it all that sort of stuff but i am so like attracted to to this girl in her presence and even though there isn't that sort of like super crazy sexual side to it there's a sexual side to it but it's very normal and very reserved and very quiet but you know what's amazing is it's still like this beautiful thing you know it's still this thing that's like um uh you know it's perfect it's it's pure communication it's that open door where everything's being fulfilled. And I think the more we get in touch with that, the less, the more I get in touch with that, the less I have to be like an immature kid about it. You know, the less I need to go out and like, God, just be stupid about sex. And that's what's, that's what's cool, man. And explore Like, dude, I don't know if you've had this, man. Like, let's say I'm hooking up with a chick and, you know, everybody's got different sizes and shapes of pussies, just like everybody's got different sizes and shapes of dicks. And I've come across some, like, bizarro land pussies, you know. One of the girls who had one of the weirdest... Yeah, dude, but no, but you've seen it, man. One of the girls who have had, like, one of the weirdest pussies that I, I had, or, or that I've seen, was actually way back when. It was before pickup and all that sort of stuff. And, uh... It was just like, what the fuck? But that girl could, like, have sex in such a deep way that it was, like, redefining. It was so fucked up that her pussy then became, like, the most awesome thing, you know? And what I've noticed is when I can make a woman feel good, like... This is actually an interesting concept. Women always have checklists, just like guys always have checklists. I want a girl that does this, that, da da da. And girls are saying, I want a guy that does this, this, that, da da da. And he's got to be this way. That just means to me that, dude, you need to go out and get some experience and actually interact with some of that shit because you need to start, you know, I mean, fuck, that, you know, that checklist can go away. But it's so funny because the thing is, is guys in the community, there's so many sex problems that come up that I hear from people, whether they can't get it up, they can't come, they come too quick, um, they, uh, they feel their dicks are too small, they, some guys might feel their dicks are too big, like whatever, there, there's just like all sorts of different stuff that comes up, and I'm like, man, that shit has nothing to do with it, don't get me wrong, you totally should be uh, comfortable with your sexuality to the point where... Um, you know, you, you can, like, if you if you can't get it up, like, there's things to look into for that. You can either do, like, uh, you know, if it's a bio, if it's truly a biological thing, you know, go to a doctor. Um, you know, but a lot of the times, I think it's, like, a psychological and intimacy thing. Like, dude, I can't tell you how many instructors who are of a good age, you know, like, 
in their 20s tell me that they have to pop like five Viagras to fuck a chick and I'm like what the fuck does that like what is that that's not even sex anymore jeez man you're just like oh yeah same thing well yeah you're right it's a comfort thing and you know, when I first started I was swinging you know I had to take Cialis and shit just to get going because it, it's nerve wracking it's so tough you're, you're if, it's one thing to be around like a couple different girls when you're not like another guy uh, no, or, it's... or a big group of people uh, or there's people watching it, yep. it takes a little while to get that comfort level and is exactly Great erectile dysfunction. I think most people that I have that are young and healthy, it's just a comfort thing, man. They're not comfortable with themselves, not comfortable sexually, or they're thinking too much about it. They're not just, just. It's almost like a, the, it's almost like a Zen thing. The more, the, the, the more you reach that nirvana state, the bigger your part is going to be. Absolutely, right? absolutely. And guys don't look at that fucking shit, man. Man, it doesn't matter about if you're fat. Uh, dude, be in the best shape you want to be. I mean, I right now, I like being in the best shape. But, dude, when I got laid the most in the community, I was 30 pounds heavier than what I am now. I mean, man, I was more than that. Dude, I'm like... I'm pretty small now, dude. Yeah, but you know you're in shape. But you know you're in shape now for you. Right? Yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. that's the difference. You're in shape for you. Um, now it helps in other areas. Don't get me wrong. But yeah, but just like that guy, that my buddy Ryan, man, he is he's literally mo- morbidly obese, and um, the guy gets so much pussy. It's amazing, and he's just he's the he's the you know. Uh, anti-pickup guy. You know what I mean? He, he just does not look like a guy who gets late at all, but he is. Totally. He does. Totally. You know, like he's, he's so fat, like he, like he sweats. Yeah. Sweats <laughs> you know what I mean? He's got tits. I mean, it's just like he's got the huge pouch. I mean, he's, he, he has to... He has to use like this breathing apparatus when he sleeps. I mean, but Jesus he, Christ. He, he has two things going for him. He's got a big personality. He's good at connecting, and he he's a man. He he doesn't give a he doesn't give a fuck. Dude, I'll tell and, you this, uh, man. If you are a guy and you know how to make a woman feel good, it doesn't matter what you got. You know, she, dude, she's gonna, she's gonna love that shit. Whether she loves it yeah. in a sexual way or an emotional way, because there's so many different ways to communicate. But if you can make her feel good in an emotional way, man, she's gonna love you for that emotion-wise. If she's gonna feel good with you in a sexual way, she's gonna love you in that way. And it sounds like that's what your buddy's doing. But that's what that's yeah. what guys don't get, it's, man. It's exactly right. And, and how do you think you know looks can help? I mean, it, it's 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 greased the wheels a little bit. Don't get me wrong, but it's just that's such a little bit of it but I think it's more of just being comfortable you know like I'm comfortable with myself and I've got my own flaws um, like I don't have a six pack I wish I did but I don't but I'm not obsessed over it and I think you know I think there are guys out there that are in better shape than me but they're so obsessed with it that's almost unattractive to win. Yeah, dude. Right? If you're just comfortable with yourself and, and you try to strive and be better and be better, be in better shape for you, not for other people. Like, I'm more concerned about hitting a new, new personal record on my, my, my fucking back squat or deadlift than I am about pressing a choke of my glorious quads. Yeah. I'm just saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you know, you know it's I mean? so it's so funny, man. If guys could just reach that sort of comfort with themselves. I, dude, I think that's what the sexual life is. It's, you know, like being a man means being comfortable with who the fuck you are and being able to put it out there, giving it to a woman so she can feel it, man. Being whoever yeah, the it, fuck you are. And, and you're right. And one thing, too, is, you know, now about being comfortable with who you are, it doesn't mean you can't, don't want to strive and change. Because it's weird. Like, uh, I, I find that 
now that I'm more comfortable and more in tune with myself than I ever have been in my life, the more I want to change and the more I want to 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 continue to grow and to drive and do different things, which is weird. Um, does that make sense? You know what I mean? So, I'm, so it doesn't mean you don't want to continue to grow. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. Yeah. So it's kind well, of a dichotomy dude, there, man. But. Actually, check this out, man. I actually wanted to talk about this with you, and I can't talk about it uh, uh, in detail, but the last two months, I've had so much, so much not good stuff happen. Like, you could call it bad luck, you could call it bad karma, you could call it whatever you want, but like, man, truly not good shit. And, uh, you know, stuff to do with everything, man, going all the way from like family, you know, and mainly family, actually, mainly like stuff that affects my you know, life with, you know, the people that I care about most, you know, my kids and all that sort of stuff. So it's crazy, man. It's, it's really been nuts and it's, it's a, uh, ongoing thing and it's going to probably last for a long time, but it, it's something that need is needed to happen. But one thing I will say is dude, I'm, I'm the happiest I've ever been. I'm in the best shape that I've ever been. And even though the situations that are my checklist of life is not being fulfilled, my perspective is, and I was actually talking to this girl, the one who wants to interview me. Um, and dude, she's awesome, man. She's this chick's so badass. She's fucking, um, Dude, she's fucking great, man. Fucking great in so many ways. But uh, she's a former Marine. She's a business coach. And she's kind of new agey, but she's a former fucking Marine, you know. So it's like this. She'll tell it to you straight. And she told me, she said, I'm like, man, if I go to Europe, I want to go to, I really want to give this speech. But it's stupid. Like, it's so irresponsible just to give a speech. And then I'm going to spend money when I'm there. And it costs money, you know, to fucking adventure all around. And really, it's not a good time. She's like, well, do you want to do that? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And she's like, okay. So you answered like very clearly that you want to do that and if you have the means to do it you're not totally killing yourself then you need to have pride in yourself she's like your business she went off man i was fucking crazy she's like your business is based on you and what you think and how you feel and who you are as a person and the conflict here is is you're sitting there and you have doubt and it's okay to have doubt. You need to be wise. You need to be black and white and make the right decisions. But if you want to take a chance, that chance is dependent upon how good you feel and how much you can um, you know, assert yourself. And if that doubt is there when bad shit happens, because it could happen, that's what's going to come in. And what's happening in my life right now with like a lot of crazy stuff, a lot of barriers being put up, I'm just like, man, you know, I, I am so able to come back to center and to just go like, fuck, dude, this is what it's about. I still have what I value. I can accept, like, whatever consequences that are happening right now and I can sit there and move past it in so many ways. And, you know, I, I think guys... Uh, who come to the, the industry, they're like, I'm not getting laid, I'm lonely. You know, the big things, man. Um, but uh, it, it, it's like, I don't know, dude. They when you're looking at that stuff, you know, what you're looking for is what you're looking with. When you're desperate for something, you're going to take whatever's put in front of you and think it's food. When really you're eating fucking toxins and fucking bullshit and poisons and all this other stuff. Or you're eating like stuff which is whatever, man. You're, you're basically filling yourself with a lot of bullshit. And some of it might work and some of it might not. But, man, I'm at the point where it's like, 
God, dude, I can totally live life on life's terms, man. Whatever comes in front well, of me, man, I can we find. You know, man, it's, it's like you're right. It's about being comfortable with the chaos of life and be able to just uh, step in the void and, of, of, or you know, uh, step into that chaos and just know that things are going to be okay. You don't know how they're going to turn out, you know, uh, but they're going to be the best because you know yourself as a person. You know how you're, you, how, you know yourself as a man, how you're going to react to it. And, you know, you have bad things may happen, but you're right, you're centered, you know yourself, and just being comfortable with that chaos and that risk. And because otherwise, man, you're going to hide in your, your house, your apartment, the rest of your life, and and be pussy, you know? And it's, yeah. I'm not being about that, it's about being a fucking man. And, and, and what do men do? They go out and hunt. You know, they go out yeah. and do the hard shit. They go out and do, they live, they, they, they thrive in chaos. Yeah. And, you know, you don't have to be a business owner, you don't have to jump out of planes you don't have to you know do 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 jiu-jitsu or mma like you do and all this kind of crazy shit you know you can be fucking work computers you can do be a programmer you can be a fucking janitor man but just just to not be afraid of the new experiences yeah man you can have a you can build a garden man you can fucking have a family if you want to be married you know it, it, it's like so much is what what causes people to react and walk away and say fuck it the problem is when you say fuck it you know what causes people to say that fuck it thing and give up on something is usually something that they're unwilling to look at in themselves and there's a difference between saying fuck it and stop i'm gonna change you know and what a man's got to do is he's got to be in touch with himself and like look at it and say like all right what's the best decision this shit can get confusing but dude i'll tell you what when that chick talked to me yesterday i'm like oh makes perfect sense you know fuck dude i'm I'm fucking gonna try. I'm gonna try and do it and, and see what happens. And uh, you smack your balls, man. Yeah, dude. And and I'll tell you this, man. And she'll tell you this. She she would even tell you this. When you help, the, the only way to find good women is to help make them women. And the only way to have a good man is for a woman to help make him a good man. I mean, it's symbiotic. You guys got to work with each other. But dude, I'll tell you what. If I wasn't 100% right, man. Yeah, dude, if I, if I wasn't fucking making that woman feel good, you know, in some way, and we're, there's no relationship, there's no, there's nothing, you know, but we work together and do this, like, orgasm shit or whatever, it's really, it's really cool, because it's very, very detached, but if we weren't doing this, it wouldn't make us feel to that, that point where we were able to serve each other care for each other, you know, in, in that sort of way where it's like, hey, dude, why are you thinking this? You know, I've seen the best side of you. You know, why are you selling it short? You know, we were talking about that even today. You know, I was, I was telling her about, like, cause she gives consulting stuff. And I'm like, man, you charge so little for business consultation. That's that's retarded, you know. And, and uh, going over this stuff and just rewording stuff. And she's like, man, you're, like, so good at marketing. And I'm like, dude, I'm terrible at marketing. But but uh, I, I'm just seeing how to how you could word yourself right better. And uh, But it's like that caring, you know. A lot of guys who aren't getting laid, who are really involved in the men's movement, like let's fuck chicks or be a better man, think that's being a bitch. Or they can't put a, a title on it, man. Here's the thing. You said it a long, long time ago. Well, you said it earlier in this podcast, but we're meant to fuck. You know, the best way to get to know the man-woman dynamic is to get out there and 
be sexual. You know? You're right, and and therein lies kind of the, the catch twenty two because a lot of times you get a guy who isn't very sexual, and, you, and how's he going to get there? He has to fuck, and you know it's kind of you know he's got to almost kind of fake it to make it a little bit, which kind of sucks. But he has to do whatever he has to do to get to that point where he can start being. I mean, I mean, he's still being more of himself anyway. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's just like how uh, you, you always told me that CJ told you, man, the first fifty don't count or something like yeah, that. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you just got to get out there and do it and fuck a fatty every now and then and but just just get sexual and and you know what you're right man it's uh one one really good thing about your course and uh, uh you know i had a great sexual life before and i had a great life but it was it was i, I never felt complete and my relationships weren't as strong as it could have been. Uh, and I think one great thing about your course is I've realized or I've learned or it's been revealed or whatever that it's kind of my duty to make a woman feel like a woman. If I'm not being a man to a woman, I'm doing her a disservice. Yeah. Right? It's not just about me. Uh, you know, she, you know, because if, if uh, same thing goes, if, if a woman is not being a woman, if a woman is not making me feel like a man, I don't like her. I just yeah. don't like it. It just it, it turns me off, and and she's being a bitch, you yeah. know. And you know, and maybe not being a bitch, but you know what I mean. It's just it turns me off. So it's my duty, you know, as a man to make her feel like a woman. If I'm not doing that, then I'm I'm I'm, I'm doing her a disservice. And um, that's a big revelation, man. I didn't get that until I started taking your course. Started kind of, and you know, talking about it more, and it just kind of made me realize that fact and, and I'll tell you what man that, that probably that one fact alone uh, can probably do guys more good than anything else in the world dude that, that is one true that is so true man you know it's so funny I wish this movie really got finished I mean Stanley Kubrick did the final cut but Eyes Wide Shut you know he I mean he recut his movie so many times he only did one final cut on this movie I, I don't think it was finished but at yeah. the end like it's such this mind warp of, of sex right and sexual repression and and uh, just so bizarre and such a st- and the be- best thing about Stanley Kubrick is every author of the book or story that he made his movie about fucking hates the movie <laughs> you know, like Stephen yeah. King had to remake The Shining like twice or something, you know. But uh, but anyway, the uh, the thing is, is, at the end of the movie, like, <laughs> Nicole Kidman says to Tom Cruise, we need to fuck. <laughs> it's, it's like, it's so true, man. But we need to fuck in a, in a, in the good way, you know. We just, sex not just being an action. Like, we need to fucking, you know, get down there. You need to make me a woman, man, and I need to make you a man. That's, that's what it's all about. And I don't know, dude, I just... Fuck. One thing, dude, I'll tell you this. When I split up with the mother of my kids, she took some, and, and still well, you know, and, and she has some good sides to her too, definitely, you know. Uh, but she took a lot of shots at me as, like, who I was as a, as a human being and a man and went off. Like, no limit, dude. It was like fucking, you know, you just, like, let the fucking, it's like, let it rip, you know. And there's a part of you where, you know, you said you took this course. You were like, man, I was, I was pretty beaten up. You know, your business goes bad, you fucking, you, your marriage goes bad, and uh, you, you, I mean, you put it back to, uh, you were on the road to putting the shit back together. Oh, do you know how bad it got, man? Dude, my ex-wife was taking my daughter to go see the guy she was cheating on me with. You know, 
behind yeah. my back. Yeah. That was probably the worst part of all. That, that that will do something to you as a man. Yeah. Well, dude. You know. I, I don't know, man. But anyway, I mean, sorry. Go ahead. I just yeah. you, but that's No, I mean, I had, I had shit because they'll do crazy shit. Like, I had my kids saying that I was their other dad and shit. Oh, man, I had the same. Oh, yeah, man. dude. It's fucking. Re- and then she's saying that she never taught them to say that but you know anyway whatever man he, you know there's good sides to it too like i don't but it just it gets crazy it's crazy man you're dealing with like heavy human emotion you have kids with somebody it gets fucking yeah. crazy i don't necessarily want to make an excuse but i mean there's good sides to every person and the more you look at the bad sides only the bad sides are going to come out but that shit that shit fucking like totally totally fucks with you i mean I, I forgot where i was going with all this but like that's one of the things about you know just guys talking is going like hey oh yeah yeah dude that's that may not be your real self and i can sit here today and say man i have like amazing relationships with amazing people my friends my friends that are females my friends that are males my like god dude it's it's pretty unbelievable i fucking love it man and that, that was even from the start when way back in the day when uh, Mystery Method sued me, and I actually talk about this on another podcast, but I'm like, dude, you know, he, what's his name? Savoy, Nick, went and contacted the mother of my kids and would email me about, like, this stuff, you know, which I guess is, like, totally fine to email. But you would say, oh, well, I've been talking to, you know, your, your baby mama, da 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 or whatever. And, and it was in, in what we think, you know, like, shit like that, you know, and... and uh, I remember my friends that I had made, like guys who I had made friends with in the top layer, like dudes who were in your layer, man, that you probably know, you know, they were like, they're probably, uh, you know, when you were exiting it and all that sort of stuff, like, dude, they fucking, they paid for my court case, you know, that's fucking nuts. Like that's fucking nuts. You know, that, that I had guys who, and whatever, man. I, you know, I'm going to sit here. I'll sit, when I look at other pickup people stuff and people idolize them, I'll go like, man, my, the stuff that I teach is like so much more beyond them. But at the same time, like, I don't think anybody should be idolized. And, you know, I'm not asking for that in any way. But when I compare, I'm like, dude, what are these guys teaching? And people like look up to them? Jesus Christ, fuck. You know, what well, the fuck Also, one thing about stuff you teach that is kind of neat is that it's actually pretty simple. It's not, it's not these complex routines. And I mean, granted, you know, report cycling can take a while to get used to um but beyond that there's nothing really complicated about it it's pretty natural it's just it's very simple um but, but, but i mean but very good and very powerful you know, yeah but it's just, it's just real simple which i like yeah well dude thanks for saying that because a lot of people say it's too complex it's too and i'm like really because it's just about socializing and sex which are really simple things but i mean i, I can be kind of a wordy dude at times but dude it's those it's not at all it's, it's just i mean the, the structure of the the uh report cycling yeah you know it's pretty simple yeah you get kind of wordy and stuff like that but it's only complex if somebody's trying to trying to copy word for and say exactly what you had exactly what you said yeah that's true maybe i should say that more and just say hey follow the structure rather than follow what i say the examples are great and all but but um dude you know that i don't know my thing is is like even from the start of my pickup journey, I surrounded myself with good people, but there was there was still a lot of conflict. I also surrounded myself with some shitty people too. But um, now, man, God, I mean, fuck. Like, you know, uh, for instance, I was hanging out with my, my jiu-jitsu buddy, um, 
uh, this this chick who's awesome. Um, she she can kick the fucking shit out of me and has done so. She's also bigger than me. I'll tell you that. But um, has done so many times. Like stand up on the ground. She's she's pretty badass. Although she will say that she doesn't like rolling with me because I. I well whatever but she, totally she's she's kicked my ass more than I've kicked her ass definitely yeah. but um awesome person man I mean like I had some legal shit come up she she's an attorney she hooked me up with some uh, attorney stuff um uh, just like um I forget exactly why specifically I brought her up but like dude I have like great people oh yeah 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 I brought her up because I would I remember this one night I was hanging out with her and her friends it was at her going away party because she moved away and. Uh, and you know she still comes back to Austin every once in a while. And I was like, dude, whatever, let's go to a strip club. And she's like, I'm not gonna go hang out with a bunch of strippers. Fuck that shit. Blah 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 blah. Steve, yada yada yada. Like you're always involved with these fucked up people. And so I, I went to the strip club, and then I met up with them later that night with my stripper friends. And at the end of the night, they were just like, dude, your friends are so cool. Like they're not like fucked up people. You know, and I'm like, well, kind of, kind of. No, but they, you know, they were they were they were really like, dude, man, you you like everybody that you know is like a a cool person and I'm like, man, that's fucking that I really really like, you know, about the life I live is that it is saturated with good people and I think that's one thing that people are missing when they sign up for like some I want to fuck chicks course. It's like, dude, you want to fuck chicks? To be honest, that's pretty easy. Like, it's pretty easy, man. You want to fuck chicks and you're kind of willing to go for whatever? Or you want to fuck chicks that are tens? Like, become a photographer, man. Get some skills or, or do something where hot chicks, like, need you. You know, that's how you fuck hot chicks. It's it, And it's a pain in the ass. But if you want to have good people in your life and have good sexual experiences in your life and have good emotional experiences in your life, you need to be a person that can do that. It's like Terrence. He talks about, like, I'm not for guys getting girls that are out of their league. I think that they need to become the men that can get those girls out of their league because that girl that's out of their league will fucking kick their ass, you know, and and it'll just be a joke, you know. So it's like in order to have those good relationships, you need to become that person. And, and it's easier. Dude, when you become that person, technically you ha- you do better than guys with – just stating lines but then also you know it's like you grow and evolve you know you're dude your process perfect example you're a dude who had skills you went out there you got some crazy experience you started to do a bunch of crazy stuff and and get some good results but ultimately it put you on a path where you 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 actually took a break and came back just going like man i know exactly who i am and yeah, yeah, and, and you know what? It doesn't matter what kind of uh, uh, disadvantage you have. I mean, whether whether somebody's uh, you know fat or out of shape or total or, or just or older or uh, or whatever or peg leg or you know whatever it is, man. Um, you know, I've got I've got a speech impediment. Right? Can you tell? No. Yeah. I still have it. I still it's still there in the background. I fight it every single day. And what uh, is it? It's verbal apraxia. My daughter has it too. Basically, where um, oh, you told they me. thought it was a stutter when I was younger, but what? Because they hadn't did, uh, been able to diagnose apraxia back then. Basically, all it is is the pathways, the mental pathways between my brain and my mouth aren't quite right, and so there are certain consonants or certain combinations of consonants and, and some vowels that get stuck. And so, like a hard K in front of a word, like. Uh, like a, like a K sound, like a, a kick, 
right? Yeah. In and of a sentence, I might not be able to say that sound, and it'll get stuck for minutes. I had developed, I never went through therapy. I had to develop just mental strategies in my head. I'm always thinking ahead about what I'm going to say to kind of work around it or mm. just to relax and just say the words. Uh, nobody can tell that I've got this. Um, and that, that was a major hurdle I had to overcome, and I still have to deal with it. So if I can do this and, and be in a business where I primarily sell uh, and recruit and talk all day long, um, in high pressure situations, there's no excuses. Yeah, there's there's none. There's not nothing. No excuse. Anybody can do it. Anybody can, anybody can be anybody who yeah. they want to be. Yeah. You want to be this person? Just just do the necessary things and be that person. Yeah, That's yeah. Pretty simple. And also be open to change when you know because whenever I have goals and I'm really determined for them, I end up on a different place on the map, you know, than where I want it to be, but it's just as good, you know, or better. But dude, you know, what's funny is I have like a lot of impediment. I don't know what the fuck's wrong with me. Like I was always, I was always, dis- fucked up, dude. Yeah. <laughs> I was always dyslexic in school, but then also, um, when just because of like doing too many drugs and especially alcohol, man, you want to talk about like Drugs, drugs like fucked up my body, but alcohol fucked up my body worse, but and my brain. But um, when I was 17, I OD'd and shit. And dude, after that, I couldn't talk right. Like I forget what it is, but it's it's diagnosed as something. I've heard it, but you mix up like your your adverbs and your adjectives. You can't like like you'll just rearrange sentences in, in bad ways. And then what's so funny? Is you know it really affected me for a long time. I'm much better with it now. But a lot of times when I'll listen to my recordings or I'm editing my podcast, I'll like leave words out and shit. Like, but you know, within context, I think people can make sense. They can they can understand Steve language. But um, yeah, it's always there. You know, it's always there in the background. But dude, writing writing wise, I'm fucking a mess, man. And I used to never reread any of my posts. I used to never check them for years, like three years worth of posts. And uh. I just thought it was so funny and kind of fucked up in a way that the red stack sold so much and uh, it was all my writing and there's so many mistakes and those are like there are 30, 50 page documents that were never that were not checked you know that I just like vomited out and, and wrote and people still liked them and found use of them even though there were like tons of mistakes and now I know that's not a good thing but I think to myself I'm like man People still email me about that fucking product, and I, I offer it like really to no one. Um, but unless they're going to pay a lot of money, because it's it's a pain in the ass to do. But um, I people email me about it. it still has such a name, and for this person who can't fucking write, like it's so cool. You know, it's like a lot. Like my parents. Dude, I thought I was fucking retarded. I thought I, I had, like, serious mental problems. I was convinced, and I probably do. But serious, like, short bus mental problems until I was about, like, 21. It wasn't until, well, maybe 2120 when I started working professional in theater. And people were like, no, man, this is, like, shit we've never seen. You know, and this all had to do with lighting and, and uh, you know, uh, not stuff that I had to write or talk about. But, uh 
it, it was it was like I convinced myself. You know, there were always some people that said I was like intelligent, but then other people said, you know, there's something wrong with me. I couldn't figure it out. You know, but it, it's like everybody's in love with the myth of themselves. You know, and and sometimes I le- turn to the myth of who I am, which might be like a stupid person, it might be an oversexed person, it might be a lying person, it might be a cheating person, but you got to look at who you are now. You know, and not be obsessed with that that myth that you buy into all the time, and and start to rewrite that shit with your current actions. So I don't know, man. Oh yeah, you're right. And that myth of self isn't just isn't necessarily just a positive thing, man. People can get so obsessed with yeah. how they can't do this or I can't do that, and excuses this, and excuse that, and you know that's also a myth of yourself. And yeah, just a little bit of self reflection and a little bit of direction, and just making that move to, to towards towards the direction that you want to go. Yeah. You know, there's a saying there that I forget exactly how how the saying goes, but if you don't know, uh, if you if, if you don't know your uh, oh shit, what's that quote? Uh, if you don't know your destination, then any path will get you there. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm going to do in Europe, man. Because <laughs> I have no clue where I'm going to go, man. <laughs> Monday night, it'll be interesting. I think I'll still be in England when we do our next uh, webinar deal. But um, yeah, yeah. And hopefully, I'll do some podcasts there. You know what I like about my podcast is I so don't want to pick up. Like, I had Nick, Nick was on. And I don't know if you've listened to the podcast. I just released it a couple days ago. Yeah, it was. Ago. Actually, uh, uh, I was on the one that, that, that Nick had, actually. I was, I was, I was, I was, I was on there live. Dude, is isn't, wasn't that like – I thought that was so cool because I talked to Nick and, you know, maybe I maybe I shouldn't say this. But Nick is like, dude, I do so much else other than pickup. Like, let's not talk about that. And I'm like, totally. And he lives this, like, really cool life. I mean, and makes his own money. Dude, he runs a good business, you know. I mean, he runs – like, it's, it's pretty impressive. And, he, you know, now he's going to transition into another business, so that's what he's working on in the next year or so. And I'm, I'm, dude, I remember I met Nick. I met him at a, a pickup seminar, and he didn't have anything. He had nothing. And he's like, hey, can I interview you for this site? Dude, that was in March. In July, he had an established business. It, it was fucking crazy, you know, that was potentially bigger than mine, you know, so it was like, it, and it definitely became bigger than mine. But it was just like, God, dude, it's talk about a guy who, you know, is this. It's it's really cool, man. Lives an independent life. Um, you know, he's talking about all this traveler stuff. And I was talking to my roommate. I'm like, well, look, dude. You know, he's and we were talking about the stuff I was talking about and just the different perspectives that he had. And I'm like, but man, this guy's been on the road for the past year and a half. Of course, he has this open-minded, you know, this perspective on life. You know, it's like, fuck, we're, you know, and there's nothing wrong with being stagnant and staying in one place. But one thing is true about being on the road in that way and just living out of a van and and having a very free lifestyle like that is that you know you just you start to gain different perspectives in. Uh, in, you entertain different ways of thinking that you never would have thought before. So that's right. That's actually one thing that uh, is actually on my uh, my goal list that I put up on the on the on the uh, forum is 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 to travel more and have some more of those experiences. But but yeah, you know I do like these podcasts because it's. Uh, 
we may not be talking about spe specific techniques or say this, say that, man, but it's it's about lifestyle. It's not just travel, it's not just having a business or, or whatever. It's just, you know, whatever it is that person wants to do and become a better person. But I think it just it shows a lot of people that there's hope out there. Yeah. You know, there's there's a lot of hope, not just, not just you know, where they're at right now. You know, they can be whoever they want to be and plus you'll fuck hot chicks, which is a nice little side benefit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you got to take action, man. I'm telling you, the most angry people I know, I say this all the time, are the people that are not in touch with their sexuality. You know, the most angry. All those fucking angry pickup guys that bought into whatever, you know, whoever was selling, you know, and and then didn't finish it. And I'm not even saying that those companies that they're saying ripped them off were bad. Maybe they were ripping them off, but maybe they weren't. But, dude, the anger comes from, like, this lack of action. And guys who are not getting laid and were willing to not be themselves to get laid end up fucking pissed off motherfuckers dude yeah they resent women man and that's that's toxic yeah. you're never gonna get a woman if you resent them. yeah yeah you're you never know? gonna get a woman if you resent yourself too i mean you you yeah. can but it'll just be a terrible it'll be like man you would have been better off jerking off to porn so <laughs> Some guy actually who was he joined the mastermind program and then he did nothing. He did nothing and then he would get angry and, and did nothing. And he did a workshop with me and actually stayed inside the whole workshop. And then I said, "Dude, why don't you leave?" And he didn't leave. Or he said he was going to leave, but then he didn't leave. And then he he'd say like, "Well, hey, I want to do more." I'm like, "Well, then come out with us tonight." And he he wouldn't. And then he actually paid me afterwards. Two weeks later, he paid me for that. And then. Uh, like two months down the road, he was like, I want a refund. And I'm like, dude, I'm not giving you a fucking refund. You had choice the whole time, and you paid me afterwards, and you said you were happy afterwards. Like, you just want money because you're fucking pissed off, and that's what I'm telling you to work on. You won't work on it. Like, fuck off, man. And he, he emailed somebody. He was like, I'm going to talk to my lawyers to, uh, uh, you know, the, you know, shame Steve or some way. He doesn't tell me that. He tells somebody else that. And it's like that anger fucking, and you see it in him, man. And, and he was like, you don't know what it's like to be made fun of. I'm like, really? Really, man? You don't know what that's like? Man, I fucking watched, I, I watched, I've had so much fucked up shit. And, and to compare it would be so retarded. Because there really isn't like a good or bad, but I mean, I, I just I remember sitting him in a, with a club one night when he wouldn't do anything, and he's t complaining about how people made fun of him, and I'm like, man, dude, really? Because you had somebody make fun of you, you had somebody spit on you or kick you, dude, man, I had somebody that I love, you know, get kidnapped and fucking violated, you know, I, I had like the people that were supposed to love me in my life, like actively turn their back on me, and, and I've had them, I've had all sorts of shit come around and reshape, you know, and, and shift, and you know, I, I've had my own kids like have problems with me because of like some bullshit they were told, like I've had like, and you're complaining about like a fucking your hang nail man your hangnail of social bullshit and that's why you can't do it man fuck you dude you know i've hated myself in like some pretty extreme ways and eventually you either have to stop but you know you're not ready to stop you know you want to listen you can do something so i think you see this anger come out of people and uh fuck dude i wish they wouldn't have i wish they wouldn't have it 
you know? It's yeah, it's, it's sad, and, and unfortunately, you know, somebody like that is going to end up hating themselves, or they're just going to project it and just hate other people uh, because they don't have you know they don't have strength to to truly, truly look at themselves and, and blame themselves for what it is. Yeah, you know, and it really is sad, man. It really is sad, and I've been there. I mean, dude, there have been totally. times I I I you know should have gone out and I didn't. You know, or there's been days where I was like, ah, I don't feel like driving an hour to the drop zone. Fuck it, or I didn't go to the gym. You know, and um, you know, I'm trying to do my best. I'm not perfect, but I'm trying to do my best to, 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 you know, you know, I want those days to be over. You know what totally. I mean? Totally. And I, and I know, I know it won't be like that. You know, no one's ever perfect, but you know, all I can do is try my best, man. Totally, right? totally, man. Yeah. See, see, motherfucker. When people have. Oh, when you're having sex, when you, when you have a sexual life, you, you you have insights, man. It's experience. It's fucking, yeah, I think that's part of the reason why we're born not having a sex drive, but we have love, and then we develop it, and it stirs up all this chaos, but it gives us the experience necessary to transcend, to become, like, good people, to be the people we're supposed to be. But, it, you know, it's like the innocence and the experience, or William Blake, or whatever. I mean, there's so many stories even in the bible that tell the you know you're born innocent you gain some experience you experience that shit and then you transcend and become innocent again and and through that you can achieve whatever awesome enlightenment whether that's like a buddhist form a new age form a non-religious whatsoever form a christian form whatever the fuck you want it to be it's like yeah i like that yeah dude the innocence and the experience dude we're born without a fucking sex drive all we do we want to socialize we want to be loved we want to survive you know and we'll do anything to make that happen like you know one of the best things is this book called the sea wolf by jack london Uh, uh, see the best authors fucking are tortured motherfuckers he he uh he killed himself man you know but it's it's awesome there's this guy who gets stuck on this ship and there's this one speech in it where the captain of the ship you know is kind of holding him hostage or whatever is telling him about life and he just it's a fucked up situation right but he tells the guy he's like man fuck you life is going to happen wherever it's going to happen if it can happen in that way it's going to happen don't fucking judge it you know and and life when we're born it happens however it's going to happen it could be good it could be bad but that shit's all in our head and how we have to process through it and and it you know bad stuff didn't necessarily happen in my life i thought it was bad so it was bad and then you know it's like then you then you get a sex drive then you get uh, different needs so your brain changes hormonally when you get older you know your desires are different you have drive for for wanting to do something for build something to make something you then you want to stabilize then you want to adventure all the sort of shit you know these are things which happen as we grow and shape as humans we're not going to control it we got to be a part of it and it's if our foundation was fucked up in the beginning Every single one of those urges, like sex, is going to change. It's going to, it's going to confront the flaws in our foundation, and we're going to have to go back and fix them. You know, we're going to have to come down from the mountaintop of whatever we built or the hole that we dug for ourselves, and come back to that foundation, that baseline, and fill those gaps so that we can, you know, stand and just be who we're supposed to be. Anyway, man, fuck. <laughs> I told you right, man. I, I like I like that. It, it, and I've got a lot of that from this course, man. I, I really really appreciate it. You know, my life's a lot better now. And, cool, dude, cool. I feel I feel like the little the, the line the line on the Serengeti. He just doesn't give a fuck. 
You know, you know what I mean? That's good, man. Good. Yeah. Right? It's a good feeling. It's yeah. a good feeling. I think anybody, anybody, everybody has that ability. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, just little baby steps there, man. Little baby steps. Totally, totally. But little so baby steps. fucking course. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway. Motherfuckers. I, <laughs> yeah. You bitch. You it bitch, motherfucker. Man. Fuck. This is where we're going to get anyway. violent. All right, yeah, we should wrap this sucker up because you got a real life. And, dude, thank you for this. I mean, you, dude, you run your own business. You, you, it's cool, man. I'm glad you took time out of the day for this, and, and uh, I appreciate it, man. Oh, of course, man. Well, I, I appreciate all you do, too, man. I, you've, you've given me a lot of personalized time, and, and you've become a good friend, man. I really appreciate it. And, uh, yeah, it's good. It's yeah, good. yeah. No, man, that's the best thing. I have great people in my life from the shit that I've done. It's cool, man. I, I love it. Anyway, dude, I guess let's call it. Let's call it. You got anything else to say? No, nope, uh, just live a fucking social life, man. Be yourself. That's all I can say. Cool, man. All right, dude, I'll talk to you later. Thanks a lot. All right, man. All right. Peace. Bye. Well, friends, there you have it. Steve Myatt is signing off with you, thesexuallife.com. If you listen to this whole thing, then you heard some cool shit. And pass it on to your friends. Post it on Facebook. Do all that stuff. Man, we want as many listeners as possible. And look, no matter where you are in the world, no matter what you're doing, what your situation is, right now, in this moment, you can take your life and live the best possible way it can be. And that's what we're promoting here. So go out there and do that. Make friends, be social, be sexual, and live your life. Thanks for listening.